thing to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online at our website, DePietro.com. Folks, visit the website. On the website, you'll see all our links to social media, whether it's Facebook or YouTube, Instagram, even TikTok. Plus, you if you want to reach me, that's the best way to do it. We have unique original stories videos content log on right at the website dipetro.com you're listening to the john dipetro show am 1380 99.9 fm folks you can always listen online at our website dipetro.com well happy new year one and all it is monday that is exactly right 2023 2023 today is monday January 2nd. I hope everyone had a happy and safe new year. Now, today is also a holiday. And like many of you, I'm observing the holiday. So that means you get to enjoy some of our best ofs that we have. So we'll be back in action tomorrow on Tuesday. In the meantime, though, we have some new material, some things that maybe you did not hear. And then, of course, uh, check out the website, dpetro.com. So, folks, again, Happy New Year. It's Monday, January 2nd, 2023, right here on The John DePetro Show. You're listening to The John DePetro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Remember, you can always listen online. And our website, which is dpetro.com. Folks, this portion of our program brought to you by Propane Plus propane do you use propane you do call propane plus heating and cooling 401-885-4209 in massachusetts 508-252-3359 propane plus they want to be your propane provider they've been there three generations they're available 24 7 such an efficient operation the family family run business what a tremendous job they do they have a very user-friendly website and that is log on propaneplus.com. Residential, commercial, just type in your zip code. Folks, it's Propane Plus. And remember, propane is energy for everyone. It's affordable, it's sustainable, it's equitable, it's good for the environment, lowest carbon fuel, and it's renewable. It's Propane Plus. Call them. Do you use propane? Well, give my friends a shot at Propane Plus. Call them 401 885 4209 and in massachusetts 508 252 3359 for propane plus i want to mention the wall street journal had a good editorial and i um and i know there's several people out there that don't i'm going to say don't understand but all of this negative talk against ukraine and why we're there um wall street journal had i thought a very good piece that seemingly just it's it's as if a lot of people don't fully understand you know what we're doing there and the benefit of us being there and why it makes sense for us to to be there and in essence we haven't had you know the loss of one american life let's be very clear russia is not our ally and this in all ways is good for america it is um it's very short-sighted for different individuals that for whatever reason just um you know continue this drumbeat i see some of these posts that people are just it's just foolishness that that they're just putting out there that somehow yeah you know you're gonna buy silence it's very expensive and that's all that's that's not that's not what it is um it is the the reason we're there is the fact that as as i have been saying we have a chance we we can't just sit back and and let china and and russia uh putin is evil and if you believe that we are good which i do in the battle of good versus evil how about another do you know how many people have, quote, fallen out of windows because they were perhaps not going along with what Putin's plan was? I mean, it's I mean, it's almost a little comical at this point, uh, complete insanity. But make no mistake about it. 
Um, and that's why it, it's uh, it's discouraging to see the number of people that, to me, just don't fully comprehend why we're there, why it makes sense to be there. And in essence, it's the most cost-efficient way. Um, the fact that that in 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 that we are winning on this, Ukraine's victory is is our victory, and that's why President Zelensky coming into Washington, um, he he should have been. It's it's it is. I think it's disgraceful that certain people were trying to portray it that it's like a charity thing, but the Wall Street Journal had a good piece. Republicans lose the plot on Ukraine-Russian war. The benefits of helping Kiev defeat Putin far outweigh the cost. American support for Ukraine is not charity. USAID is helping to degrade an enemy military without the death of a single American in uniform. The question is what some Republicans are thinking as they spent Thursday portraying the Ukraine president as a grifter. You know, and Kevin McCarthy, well, you know, I don't support a blank check. Josh Hawley skipped the speech. What a joke. Congress spending bill includes $45 billion assistance for Ukraine. Could put the total north of $100 billion. But plenty of the cash is flowing to core American priorities. Almost $12 billion is replenishing U.S. weapon stocks. $7 billion U.S. troops in Europe. It is important to be a good steward of taxpayer money. But... As they've kind of looked into it, um, it, it's actually has been keeping the U.S. best U.S. weapons out of Russians' hands, and Ukraine has been successful with that. So, but the costs are dwarfed by the benefits. One economist wrote, Ukraine aid is an incredibly cost-efficient, effective investment, burning up Russia's military power. For a single-digit share of the Pentagon's annual budget, though Moscow is one of America's most formidable adversaries, war wars are also shop windows for defense manufacturers. Any country browsing a Russian tank or air defense catalog is having second thoughts and will want to buy American. Boy, you don't hear anyone mention that. But the Wall Street Journal goes on to say many of the same Republicans sneering at Zelensky will claim the U.S. needs to abandon Ukraine to focus on China. But Beijing and Moscow are working together to undermine the West. Best stop the U.S. could take to deter another assault, like Putin is delivering to Ukraine, more of the best long-range weapons, aircrafts, missiles, tanks, and other tools it needs to defeat the invasion. That's the bottom line. And people need to remember, Ukraine was invaded and that's why, you know, I go against any of these, some of the people out there that have been supportive. Ukraine, Russia invaded Ukraine. This business of that Ukraine needs to now come to diplomacy with Putin is, is ludicrous. No, he needs to be defeated. He needs to have his own people rise up and take him out. Now, Wall Street Journal also has another good editorial. The Blue State Exodus continues. And they talk about the latest census data. Shows California losing, Florida gaining again. Texas, Florida make up 15% of the U.S. population, but accounted for 70% of its population growth this past year. That's one of the revealing facts in the Census Bureau. Keep in mind, last year, Rhode Island ripped off the census by putting out the fraudulent numbers that they did. U.S. population grew by about 1.2 million, with foreign immigration accounting for a million of the total. Yet the Census Bureau found some states still lost population because migration to other states exceeded foreign immigration. California, 343,000. New York, almost 300,000. And Illinois, 141. Lost the most residents to other states. How about that? California, 343,000 people left California. Think about that. New York, 300,000 people left New York. And Illinois, 141. The most residents of other states. New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Oregon, Massachusetts, Minnesota, and Louisiana were also big losers. 
where are all these folks moving? Mostly to states with lower taxes, more affordable housing, higher standards of living. Florida drew the most newcomers, 318,000, followed by Texas, 230,000, North Carolina, 99,000, South Carolina, 84,000 people moved to South Carolina, Tennessee, 81,000 moved to Tennessee, Georgia, 81,000 moved to Georgia, and 70,000 moved to Arizona. More people moved to West Virginia than left for the first time in a decade. Tank, Texas ranked first in overall population growth, 470,000, followed by, how about Florida, 416,000, North Carolina, 133 population growth georgia 124 south carolina again 89 tennessee very popular state now one new trend is the migration from the pacific northwest between 2010 and 2020 washington drew washington state 371,000 newcomers from other states this past year it lost 3,500 but because of a big increase in foreign immigration it still gained population oregon gained a house seat during the re uh, reapportionment owing to high levels of migration. This year, it lost more people on net. Um, Colorado, barely gaining. One possible culprit is the spiraling public disorder in such cities as Seattle, Portland, and Denver. Most Americans, regardless of, the, regardless of their politics, don't want to live, let alone raise children. Homeless people camp on the sidewalk, and the whiff of skunkweed is impossible to escape um you know they don't mention rhode island but sheer because of the numbers if they broke it out by percentage we would definitely be up there and then they also go on to say democrat governors can't blame empty officers for their failure to recover jobs lost so a big part of this are the democrat governors think about that florida has no income tax and expansive private school choice programs it also doesn't smother business with regulation. Florida Governor DeSantis doesn't have to run ads in progressive states. It sells itself. Huge contrast between Florida and California. Yeah, Gavin Newsom ran ads in Florida urging residents, join us in California. Ridiculous. No, a lot of it is the progressive policies. And sadly, in Rhode Island, we... Um, we are dealt with those very very failed the only reason we're not mentioned is just because the uh, proportion wise it would be high but it's it's uh it's the, the the small numbers all right you're listening to the john DePietro show propane plus in rhode island for all your propane needs call them 401 401- 885-4209 in Massachusetts you can reach them at 508-252-3359 propane heating and cooling it's propane plus their team's been there three generations they're available 24 7 for service and delivery and they plan on serving you for a long time to come they offer online billing ability to schedule a service delivery at the click of a button and remember all customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment it's propane plus and remember with propane it's affordable sustainable equitable good for the environment and now it's renewable call propane plus today at 401-885-4209 in massachusetts call them at 508-252-3359 they're very easy to navigate website it's propaneplus.com propane plus call them 401-885-4209 You're listening to the John DePietro Show, AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Well, Happy New Year, one and all. It is Monday. That is exactly right. 2023. 2023. Today is Monday, January 2nd. I hope everyone had a happy and safe New Year. Now, today is also a holiday. And like many of you, I'm observing the holiday. So that means you get to enjoy some of our best ofs that we have. So we'll be back in action tomorrow on Tuesday. In the meantime, though, we have some 
new material, some things that maybe you did not hear. And then, of course, uh, check out the website, dpetro.com. So, folks, again, Happy New Year. It's Monday, January 2nd, 2023, right here on the John DePietro Show. You like to be introduced to everybody. You know, everybody for some reason picked up Undertaker's. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to no. you. All right. Sheriff Urbano have... Benny Martinez. Yes, sir. That sound good? All right, Sheriff Martinez. You are the sheriff at Brooks County. Yes, sir. You know, I don't have to tell you. It, it's my understanding. How, how close are you? You're you're right, Brooks County. You're you're right at the border. You're dealing with the people that come right up the border. Yes, sir. We're seventy miles north of the border. Seventy miles. Wow. Okay. Um, how long have you? Let me just make sure you talk right into the microphone. How long have you been? Um, how long have you been the sheriff at Brooks County? Uh, seven, six years. Six years. Yes. And I'm just going off at the and um, at the end of July. Is that true? There were 66 bodies of dead migrants. Is that accurate? Yes, sir. Well, we're currently at 78. 78. Yes, sir. And what what is the? I'm sure it's varied, but what are some of the various causes of death? Hydration, weather. Hmm. That's that's number one cause of death. Yeah. Yes. Take us inside a little bit. Now, first of all, where, where are you from? Where'd you grow up? Brooks County. Brooks County. Yes, sir. Okay. And when did you decide or realize that you wanted to be a sheriff and be in law enforcement? That was probably at the age of 20. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, at the age of 20, uh, I felt like that was a calling I had. So I got into the State Police Academy at the age of 22. Hmm. Graduated for at the age of 23 and been a long Texas man. Texas State Police. Texas State Police for 29 years. Is that the is that the Texas Rangers? The, the, no. The, the, yeah, it's the, it is. It's, it's how the Texas Rangers are formed. Okay. It's called the Texas Department of Public Safety. Yep. And within that, the branch, there's a service called the Texas Rangers. Okay. I took the service of narcotics versus Texas Rangers. I I, I felt more at ease. Uh, going to the field of narcotics versus Texas Rangers. Sure. And when did you become the sheriff of Brooks County? 2017. Hmm. What kind of department do you have? We have a small department. Uh, myself, command staff of two or three, and then the five deputies that I have out there working. So, what what vehicles or horses? Vehicles. Okay. Could yeah. you could you ride a horse if you needed to? Yes. You do. Yes. Do you have horses at your disposal if you have to use yes, them? Sir. You do. Yes. And what was it like 2017, 2018, 2019? Well, it, it was it was uh, it wasn't like this really. It was very mild. Uh, we I felt like everything we had things under control. I think we had the lowest at thirty. You know, when the new administration came in, the Trump administration came in, it, it, it settled. Okay, it, it settled. And that's because the implementation of, of his, uh, the wall and everything else that went with it. Okay, the re resources that were being applied to the border. So that helped a lot on, on inland, so to speak. Okay, so anything that's, that, that's done in, along the river, it helps inland. Okay, that's pretty much a common sense type of issue. The more resources you put on the front, the less res you know, less resources you need at the other end. So, Brooks County um, people there, working families struggling, very much so. Yeah, uh, 90, 95 percent of them are Hispanic population. Uh, most of the work they do, if it's major work, they gotta go outside the county. Hmm. I think the highest uh, employment entity is the school, the schools, and uh, a private sector that, that houses uh, federal uh, inmates. When, when um, what is, I, I don't know if there is a typical day, but what would a typical day be like? You know, it varies, but on a typical day, uh, we can go out into the brush and maybe recover two or three bodies. Ah. In one day, is that a big part of it? Yes, majority. So you work, you work with the medical examiner. 
Well, yes, in Laredo. It's in Laredo, Texas. Okay. But and we do have our own morgue mm. that we have in there in, in, in the county, in the sheriff's office. Yep. Do you um how would you describe the traffic of people that enter our country and come through Brooks County? You know, that's that's a good question. You you have your workers that 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 gonna come into work, but you also have your criminal uh element within the workers. Okay. We have a, a pretty good percentile that are hardened criminals that are filtering through. Okay, we, we do have, we work sexual assault cases that occur. Oh, that's, that's another issue we, we handle. Uh, we work uh, where they go out there and steal, uh, they, they, they steal implements of, of uh, in terms of tractors and and, uh, and just drive, go cross country with it, just wow. tearing up fences as they drive the tractor. Do they respect our laws? No, they don't. No. Do they respect you and your staff? Uh, no, because we don't. do have a lot of uh, fleeing vehicles, you know, uh, f- uh, fail to yield type of uh, issues. Yep. You know, we can have those maybe three, four times a day. Now, what do you what do you tell your crew when they are dealing with the fail to yield? To be very careful. Yeah. Uh, because they're also using their their uh, escort vehicles to block. Oh. Block the police, block block us, right? So they can get away. So that's another issue that we we deal with. Hmm. And many of the um, you're saying it's up to 78. Many of the migrant uh, bodies that are found, all ages, all genders, mostly men, mostly female, young, old. Well, the youngest I, I've gotten so far has been 15. Ah. The oldest uh, varies between 50, 60. It, it doesn't discriminate. Right. And we're right about 50-50, maybe 60% males, 40% females. So it, it, it really, it just doesn't discriminate. The weather does not discriminate. It doesn't matter how healthy you look if, if you get to that point. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be left out there and you'll eventually die. And this is, I mean, I would, some of the people that you find, do they tend to fall more on the side of, they, they want to come here as workers. It's not someone that's carrying, say, you know, an amount of drugs. That's correct. Yeah. But we, we do also find what we refer to as backpackers. There there are carrying drugs through, uh, and they have the lead the lead person or the one in the rear or both, in the front and in the back. They they have long arms, so we know that's a different type of group. Mm. Okay, so you know we we got into those type of issues, and uh, we have arrested some. We actually we arrest all of them, right? Uh, but jail cells right there. You do have a we do have a jail. Yep. Yes. We How many? How 40, many beds? Forty. Good for forty inmates. Oh yeah. Yes. And where do you stand right now? Capacity. Uh, right now we're minimal simply because I had a lot of my staff members that relocated themselves to other employment. Oh. Better, uh, higher hourly wage. So that's where we at on on that end. But we're we're still accepting. Uh, prisoners or, you know, whomever needs to go to jail will go to jail. Do, do any of them speak English or most of it's all Spanish? There's some that we've, we've uh, the returnees, so to speak, they speak some English, yes. And then there's some that, and actually, you're going to actually know the, the coyote a lot quicker because of the way he's dressed and the way his demeanor is, okay? Oh. More more profound in, in terms of looking at you and you know, going to the questionnaire versus the, the, the others that don't speak English, they'll look at you like, okay, what are, you, what are we talking about? So oh. everything has to be translated, right? So you, you can tell real quick. like, Folks, again, we're speaking with, uh, well, he's known as the Undertaker Sheriff, but it's Sheriff uh, Benny Martinez. Sheriff, um, is there a cartel presence in Brooks County, Texas? Yes. Uh, they, they've, they've always been there. Uh, back in 2009, myself and two of my deputies, we were on the hit list from the Zetas 
because oh. we took down 2,000 pounds of, of their narcotics going through the br- oh boy. Uh, wow. ranch lands. Yes, we, we, we've always had these type of uh, smuggling rings going through there because oh. people know the rings. And, of course, uh, it, it, there's a lot of locals there that are, that are also involved in issues like that, right? So they, they grab keys, they borrow keys to the ranch lands, and, and they'll travel through. And we took down a, a ton of dope. Which is not unusual. Yep. Uh, and uh, it was on an affidavit saying that uh, myself and uh, my children were mentioned and oh two boy. of my deputies. So issues like that, honestly speaking, I knew what I needed to do. Mm. Okay. And I was going to do it. So, yep. But uh, they, the federal government asked me to stand down and they'll handle it. They, mm. they took care of it. Um, any communication with the governor's office? Yes. You do? Yes. Governor Abbott? Governor Abbott, yes, sir. Has he been supportive? Oh, yes, sir. He has been? Yes, sir. In you fact, have a high opinion of him? Yes, I do. Uh, I, I have supported his initiative from the, from the beginning because I could see the influx of people. I could see how things were kind of out of control, so to speak. Uh, the evading arrests for felt the years were high. The, the number of people who were coming were high. Uh, we just don't have the, the funding to maintain and sustain what mm. we wanted to do. Back in 20, 2012... We took a big hit in terms of funding, uh, almost almost seven to eight hundred thousand dollars that the county lost from the general fund. Oh. So we had to lay people off, and we had to cut our salaries by five percent. And and I'm still trying to recover those monies to the county. Oh. So at that point, I went to the to Governor uh, um, Perry. He was the governor. Yeah, Rick Perry. Yes, and and, and uh, Lieutenant Governor was Dewhurst. So. We had a roundtable discussion, and, and funding started from the governor's office. And up until this day, we're still getting funded hmm. through the governor's office. So, it, it's, Could it's, you use more staff? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And, and this is one of the initiatives also that we could hire more staff hmm. uh, in, in Brooks County. I can, instead of the five, I can definitely double, triple that. That's what I need hmm. because it's constant. Okay, you get... That, mm-hmm. that is problematic, Sheriff. It if, is. If they know if they're instructing people all right go you know drive 90 miles an hour because then they won't chase you fail to yield i understand you know there can be a lot of damages and high-speed chases mm-hmm. are looked at different ways and if anything now it's frowned upon with law enforcement but at the same time that that's they use that as a means knowing that your crew is not going to follow them and i understand why but once they exceed 90 miles an hour well and then as Absolutely correct. Yeah. But this is what I've done. And I, I have what you would call a, a, a memorandum of understanding with, with various counties along the coast of Texas. Okay. All the way up to Fort Bend. So if, we, if this happens, all we do is advise this is what's happening. This is what it looks like. This is the tags. And on, because a lot of the registration, the license plate, they're stolen from other vehicles. And all they do, it matches the vehicle they have. So on, on site, you think it's a good plate, but it really is not. Mm. So we look for the vehicle itself and, and uh, try to get it to a point where they're dropping off or following where it's going. So there's a lot of avenues that we have that we can utilize besides getting into a high-speed chase. At your jail, are, are the inmates, are they dangerous or are they just people that came over and then they, they got caught? Well, we don't house people that we just get. Okay. We, we don't do that. Right. We just turn around and give them to Border Patrol. We have okay. a Border Patrol station there. Sure. We have a checkpoint So there. what type of, what does someone have to do to become one of your, your prisoners? Smugglers. Smugglers. We okay. go after the smugglers. Smugglers. For, of narcotics. Uh, yeah, or, or people. Or human trafficking. Or human trafficking, yes. And there is some of that. There is lots of that. There's well, lots I mean, of I, that. I think in the first quarter... We probably had like 100 cases in the first three months. Wow. Yes. And, and when you catch them, you know, how, how do you know? Is it, t- t- take me through, how do, how do you apprehend a smuggler? Well, again, if, if they stop, right, we, 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 they get arrested. Yep. If they continue and they, we, we happen to intercept them in a, another county, we just bring them back to our county. We just mm. get them a rain and bring them back to our county. 
So they're, they're eventually they're going to go to jail, either where they actually got stopped or back in our county. So it varies on, on the agreements we have and how we, we do the, do the process. Mm. We want to make sure we get them prosecuted. You know, I um, first of all, folks, again, we're speaking with Sheriff uh, Benny Martinez, the undertaker uh, from Brooks County Sheriff. Uh, before I let you go, it, it is, um, I, I have been here in the past when the sheriffs are then either going to the White House or they're coming back from the White House. They're being greeted. There's a reception. Um, but what a difference it would make if this had was a, a testified last week on, on, on yes, the committee. That's right. And, and they were calling you a liar. Yes. A fear, fear monger. Wow, fear monger. Yes. Who was that? That was a chairperson Padilla out of California. Yes. But yeah. that's their narrative. Their right. narrative is everything is fine. Don't you can't testify to this because everything is fine. You yes. don't know what you're saying. Huh. Okay. Just like all this narcotics coming across, you know, he said, basically said, okay, the only narcotics coming across through the port of entry. Okay. Mind you, all there. So how can you justify those flowing across? Right. So there's no, okay, he's not good data. So, but they don't want to see that. They're, they're just have blinders. Did you hear from people after he called you a fair monger? Well, I, I, I've heard about. I heard from my own colleagues, right? Yeah. And 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 they just we kind of like laughed at it because yeah. that's their narrative. Ridiculous. That's their narrative. Yeah. And, and it's it's we need to kind of like wake up and, and start, you know, looking at what's happening. Hmm. And and you know we're a small county. I get it. We don't. They don't. They don't need Brooks County to get elected. I get it. But guess what? We have human beings there. Yes. And these people that are dying, there's nothing compassionate about what they're going through. Nothing at all. That's right. Okay. You know, and the governor's going to do what he can. And I hope he does more because we need a lot more. Uh, all right. I, and I, I'll, I'll agree with that. But there's nothing compassionate about what's occurring in Brooks County or anywhere else for that matter. That's right. Sheriff Benny Martinez. Sheriff, thank you for taking the time. Thank you for thank stepping you. up. Thank, thank you for being a guest on the John DePietro Show. Propane Plus in Rhode Island for all your propane needs. Call them 401-885-4209. In Massachusetts, you can reach them at 508-252-3359. Propane, heating and cooling, it's Propane Plus. Their team's been there three generations. They're available 24-7 for service and delivery, and they plan on serving you for a long time to come. They offer online billing, ability to schedule a service delivery at the click of a button and remember all customers receive a free safety inspection on their equipment it's propane plus and remember with propane it's affordable sustainable equitable good for the environment and now it's renewable call propane plus today at 401-885-4209 in massachusetts call them at 508 508- 252-3359 they're very easy to navigate website it's propaneplus.com propane plus call them 401-885-4209 you're listening to the john DePietro show folks joining us on the right now right now on the year we've had him in the past he has a book he was an advisor to the president a man that in some ways almost needs needs no introduction it is the one and only Peter Navarro. Peter, it's the John DePietro Show. Welcome back, Peter Navarro. John, it's uh, really great to be back with you today. Uh, how are things going in uh, Rhode Island? Well, Rhode Island and Mass uh, continue to be blue, but there's always optimism with the uh, the rest of the country. So, Peter, if you don't mind, if you'd like to just, I'd like to start, just get your thoughts on the contempt trial uh, as far as the jury selection with uh, Steve Bannon that began. Well, that's the last thing I uh, I can talk about. Oh. Uh, as your listeners may know, um, I'm facing a um, misdemeanor, <laughs> which carries with it a two-year prison term. I've already been putting leg irons. And uh, my attorneys uh, do not want me discussing other cases. Okay. I'd be happy to talk a little bit about um, the circumstances that led to uh, to my situation, okay. which uh, 
which are more, I think, might be interesting. Yeah, no, definitely. Talk about, if you don't mind, Peter, that was so over the top with the leg irons and the way they that you were uh, taken into custody. Well, I think I think that's the correct word, over the top. And you have to um, step back for a minute and, and, and go back to when I was in the White House. I, I served, uh, in fact, I was one of only three White House officials who was with the president all the way from the 2016 campaign to the uh, end of what we love to call his first term. Um, and he, I look, humbly, uh, I did uh, save American lives because I was one of the uh, guys in the White House early on who recognized the seriousness of the pandemic and, and uh, motivated uh, the White House to take appropriate steps. Um, I worked a lot creating uh, manufacturing jobs. You know, that was my thing, trade manufacturing. And I, you know, I found myself um, when this um, so-called select committee was formed by Nancy Pelosi, um, uh, an obvious partisan witch hunt. Um, uh, when when they began putting out uh, their illegal subpoenas, um, I was put in a situation where the president, President Trump, invoked what's called executive privilege. And um, as I have said from the outset of this whole process, it's not my privilege to waive. And I, 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 was, I was caught between the dispute between Congress and the White House, essentially. And the law, as I read it, clearly comes down um, on my side in this, in the sense that uh, executive privilege is it goes back to George Washington as something that's critical to effective presidential decision making. And ironically, the Department of Justice itself has over 50 years of policy and more than a dozen memoranda that support the idea that folks like me at the highest levels of the White House shouldn't be uh, forced by Congress uh, to come testify before them. So, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, that's the dispute. Um, it's it's going to be... Uh, settled now in um in a trial uh, down the road but what was interesting uh john is that this this is uh it's a misdemeanor it doesn't involve any fraud nobody's ever accused me of any violence uh, particularly on capitol hill on january 6th uh there's none of that going on and the way this should have been handled was with what's called voluntary surrender. In other words, they issue the arrest warrant, they call me, and they say, um, here, show up, show up uh, in court, and we'll, we'll get this done, right? Now, instead of doing that, they went, the, the, the total, <laughs> went just, they just went full metal jacket on me. And the irony, John, is I sit here and talk to you, I'm literally looking out the window at the FBI building, my my the FBI building is literally a field goal uh, away. <laughs> wow! I mean, I could and I was an old field goal kicker in my in my um, high school days, and I could literally kick a field goal. Uh, that this is that's how close the FBI building is, and so instead of um, doing doing the courtesy of calling me and say, "Hey, just voluntary surrender." Um, oh, by the way, we know you're going to Nashville on Friday to do a TV show. Maybe, maybe it's okay to come in on Monday, right? That's kind of what they should have done. Right. <laughs> they let me. They, I eat breakfast. They, I get getting an Uber. I get all the way to the airport. And I sit around for an hour waiting to get on the plane. And then when I, you know how people, you, you go in, you give the ticket, you walk in the jetway there yep. between uh, the. the the gate in it and that's where you know, five fbi agents armed to the teeth how <laughs> go after a 72 year old guy who weighs 145 pounds um and yeah it was i mean look um if you put yourself in my shoes it's like handcuffs uh they take me back to my home oh except 
not my home 40 yards away to the FBI, <laughs> get fingerprinted. And I, I wind up like 20 minutes later in this like dungeon at the courts um, in leg irons in a strip search. Well, that was kind of wow. fun. Yeah. Yeah, so the leg irons are kind of interesting. I my, my I, I joke now that it's it's like I'm hoping they were at least uh, made with American steel. You know, it's like me being the buy American guy. Maybe the government bought some made in America <laughs> leg irons, but yeah, they they're like strips. They strip search me. That was fun. You wow. Get and then they put these leg irons on. The funny part was like these, these, the guard. He was like a third my age. Nice guy, but he's like walking down the hall to the cell, right, expecting me to follow at his pace. And you, you, you can, you know, you can't, you have no stride when you're in leg irons. You kind of like clunk along and I'm going, what? <laughs> and they stick me in a cell. Um, they're, and they're proud of this somehow. Oh, John Hinckley was there when he shot President Reagan. Okay, great. It's like, okay, Navarro, the guy in the White House, saved lives, created jobs. And wow. For the Constitution is in the same cell as Inkley. Now, I would be remiss at this point not mentioning uh, DefendPeter.com. DefendPeter.com. That's my uh, legal defense fund. Great. And if your listeners uh, would would be moved by any of this, just check it out. Now, just small donations. But the punchline here is that, John, I've already had um, costs over four hundred thousand dollars oh, so far. God, this is like a million dollar for a misdemeanor, mind you. Oh, wow, it's a misdemeanor that comes with a two-year prison sentence. I might add. Um, so you know, this is where this is where things stand. And and what's interesting is that the only the only two people going to trial for this um, are the two China Hawks from the White House. Right. Which, which I find interesting. Well, That's right. You guys, like, Ben and I are the only two guys um, who ever got sanctioned by the Chinese Communist Party. They, they did it like four minutes into Biden swearing in. And we're also the only two guys that are threatened with prison terms from the U.S. Congress. So, you know, like strange bedfellows. And- <laughs> And Peter, you wrote. And I'm not sure this is a coincidence. Yeah, well, and you wrote the book. And again, folks, speak with Peter Navarro. You wrote the book "Death by China," so that's not. I mean, people way, can way back when. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Peter, in but one other thing, speaking of books, just so folks kind of yeah, if you go to PeterNavarro.com, you can see all this. But but uh, taking back Trump's America. Yes. Is is the new book. I've written, it's available on Amazon, Taking Back Trump's America. And the reason, John, why it's important is that we're, we're now in a collapsing economy. I am the poster child for a two-tier system of justice where violent felons and Antifa people roam free while former White House advisors get arrested and put in leg irons. Wow. And the Taking Back Trump's America book really is uh, the blueprint and battle cry to do two things. First, we've got to take back the Congress, the House of Representatives, from the Pelosiites. These people are out of control. Yep. Even as they weaponize the investigatory powers of Congress in an unconstitutional way, they are, by the way, destroying our economy. We've got to get them out of there. And then in 2024, we've got to get uh, Trumpism back in the White House. Just It just has to happen. Because I can tell you, I was there for four years. The policies we adopted created the best economy in modern history. And Biden and Pelosi and AOC and Schumer and Lion Adam Schiff and little Jamie Rack and all of those scumbags, and they are scumbags, have destroyed the U.S. economy, their frame, the democracy and political system, and they're high and mighty about it all. Yeah. So let's, you know, throw these rascals out. Folks, again, he is the one and only Peter Navarro. Peter, great to talk to you. I'm so sorry uh, that you had to go through that, but justice will prevail. You have a lot of fans out there. You also, by the way, you do a great job on Newsmax. Keep up the good work. Keep swinging, and uh, everyone's behind you, and we'll talk to you again. 
All right, my brother. You take care of yourself. Enjoy Thank- this uh, this summer. Get down to Newport and sail and do something like that. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. All right, man. Bye. Falcon Pest Services. 12 months of the year, you could have a pest problem. Serving Rhode Island and Massachusetts called Falcon Pest Services today, 401-739-1322. Free consultation, 401-739-1322. Locally owned and operated, serving Rhode Island and Southeastern Mass. They offer services for termites, bed bugs, ants, roaches, mice, rats in the summertime spring fall mosquitoes and many other pests call today for a free consultation whether it's for your home or restaurant maybe it's once a year maybe it's once a month call falcon pest services today free consultation 401-739-1322 residential and commercial whether it's an office building a school a hotel a restaurant or your home call falcon Pest services today. Free consultation, 401-739-1322. You're listening to the John DePietro Show. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, dipietro.com. Folks, the numbers at the border, people that are coming through, getting through, then escaping the United States, it's, it's really overwhelming. Joining us right now, he is Rapid Response Director for the GOP. It's our friend Tommy Pigeot. Tommy, what's the new term that is being used for those that uh, get into the country and just escape? The term is gotaways. Gotaways. Uh, yes, that, that just sort of signifies, you know, people that, the numbers that we have, by the way, are the ones that we know about. So it's people that are actually recorded having crossed the border and escaped, whether a Border Patrol person sees them or they're caught on camera. Uh, yeah, so th- those are referred to as gotaways. And that number is actually a conservative estimate. The 900,000 is that number that have escaped to this country. That's a conservative estimate because those are just the ones that we know about, which is why this is so worrying. I like those gutaways. Kind of like, well, there's, you have stowaways, those that get onto, you know, a ship or a plane or whatever it may be. So these are gutaways. Now, Tommy, 900,000, what's the time frame on that? 900,000 gutaways have escaped into this country just since Joe Biden took office. Wow. 900,000. Uh, and for context, that's larger than the population of San Francisco. Yes. 900,000. I mean, wow. It's, it's astonishing. And experts, like I, I, I just mentioned, say that that could actually be two or three times higher because this is just the gotaways we know about, the ones caught on camera, the ones that Border Patrol sees crossing the border. It doesn't include gotaways that cross the border unrecorded. And let me give you an example of how that can happen. So in Del Rio, if you remember last year or a few months ago, uh, Del Rio had that incident where a huge number of illegal immigrants were under that bridge and required huge manpower to process those people uh, at the border. While those people were at the border, 247 miles of the border additional was left unpatrolled. 247 miles. We have no idea who crossed the border over that time period within those 247 miles. And it's concerning because we know for a fact, according to Border Patrol, that cartels are dictating where illegal immigrants cross and are apprehended in order to tie the hands of Border Patrol so they can cross the border uh, and escape into this country without being detected. So that 900,000 number that we know about could really be much higher. I mean, it just shows the border is completely wide open. And Tommy, again, it's, it's such a difference. What, what are some of the, the factors you think are contributing to this? One thing I'll say is President Trump, at the very least, um, he, he was a deterrent. You know, there was an attitude that they would not be welcomed here, that it was not open, that you'd get deported. That obviously has shifted. What are the factors do you think or do we believe have contributed to this? Well, that factor you just mentioned, it, it, it is a fact, and it is a factor because that's what migrants are telling Border Patrol, are telling news agencies that right now they came because Joe Biden's president, because of Joe Biden's border policies. No one's hiding it at the border. They're literally saying that when they arrive at the border, they're thanking Joe Biden for opening the border. And I think that's a major component of this. I think the second component is really the embracing of these sanctuary cities uh, policies and these Democrat-run cities and the benefits Democrats are trying to give to illegal immigrants when they arrive here. There used to be this consensus, even as, uh, you know, uh, under Barack Obama's presidency, that you can't be incentivizing people to come and making this dangerous journey by providing benefits, by signaling that they could stay, because it actually endangers people making this journey. 
Biden has abandoned that consensus. Democrats have completely abandoned it now across the country. So there's this pull factor of all these benefits, these sanctuary city policies, combined with this message from the Biden administration by as they you know roll back these policies that worked, saying the border's open. So that's really contributing to this. And then the third factor is the cartels along the border have always been there, but they seize every opportunity. And Biden has just handed them a massive one. He's handed them a massive crisis that they can use to profit. So there are these really evil, despicable cartels that are profiting off off of all this death and destruction. And Biden's decided to turn his back and look the other way while this is going on. That's exactly right. Folks, he is, again, Rapid Response Director for the GOP. It's Tommy Pichot. Tommy, great job as always. I like that. Get gutaways, and we'll talk to you again. For over 125 years, Ameriprise Financial has provided advice for clients' unique goals, help millions of Americans retire on their terms. Now, as we're at the end of the year, beginning of a new year, why not take advantage of our free consultation? Call Tom Bryan today, Ameriprise Financial, 401-434-1510. Offices located 400 Massasoit Avenue in East Providence put the strength of a leader in retirement planning to work for, for you through a personal one-on-one relationship. Call Tom Bryan today, Ameriprise Financial Advisors, 401-434-1510. Get solid advice. Get a plan, whether it's for yourself, you and a spouse, maybe your children or grandchildren. Take advantage of this free consultation, Ameriprise Financial, 401-434-1510. Call right now, 401 401- 434-1510, Tom Bryan, Ameriprise Financial Advisors. Into the John DePietro Show, it's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at our website, dipietro.com. Remember, weekdays, 11 to 2, but visit the website, dipietro.com. That's the best way to reach me. There's a direct link, contact John. We also have all our sponsors right there. We have unique, original reporting, stories, videos. Also, all our links to social media, whether it's Facebook, when we do Facebook Live or YouTube or Twitter. It's all right there at the website, dipietro.com. And then remember, once you're there, you can also visit the shop, we have great gifts that you can get. It's a happening. All links to the show. Plus, if you ever miss any part of the show, it's all right there under radio show right there. Folks, it all starts by logging on at depetro.com And on the left-hand side, you can always listen live. Again, all our links, everything begins and ends right there at the website, depetro.com getting cold already this winter keep your family your employees warm with matthews oil company call them today 401-942-7500 matthews oil company 24-hour emergency service for over four generations they make it easy to keep your home comfortable and safe trusted oil delivery call matthews oil company today 401-942-7500 you can find them online matthewsoil.com matthews oil premier dealer rhode island delivering the highest quality heating fuels at matthews oil they take pride providing reliable affordable service for you and your family celebrating 90 years of service call them now it's going to be a cold winter get that tank filled call matthews oil company today 401-942-7500 in an emergency they offer 24-hour emergency service Matthews Oil Company, 401-942-7500.